Welcome to NinjaCast, a photography podcast powered by Studio Ninja, the world's highest rated business management app built specifically for photographers. Listen and learn as the most successful photographers on the planet share their knowledge to help you transform every element of your photography business. Here's your host, Sally Shaw. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of NinjaCast. Today I'm joined by the lovely Morgan Lajeta. We're going to be covering all sorts today, all about outsourcing, why outsourcing is good for photographers, what things you can start to outsource for your business, and when is the right time to start outsourcing. Let's get going. Hi Morgan, how are you? Yeah, I'm great. How are you? Yeah, I'm really, really good. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming and chatting on the show today. I really appreciate you making some time. It's late on in your day or early in your day, right? Early. Yes, it's early. It's early. Thank you so much for having me. No, it's my pleasure. So Morgan, for our listeners that might not have heard of you, don't know what you do, can you give me a little insight, a little intro into who you are? Yes. Uh, My name is Morgan and I am a virtual assistant or online business manager for photographers and um, a little bit of the creative space in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do a lot of the behind the scenes back end management of photography businesses and just kind of hold it all together. So all of my clients can really enjoy what they do and be able to be that creative that they want to be. Because I don't know any photographer that jumps into a business a photography business and say, I can't wait to answer emails all day. I can't wait to make sure everything's good to go. No yeah. one does that. They're like, yeah. <laughs> I want to be creative. That's it. Amazing. So you're kind of the the behind the scenes best friend yes. that every photographer needs. <laughs> exactly. Yes. I always tell everyone because a lot of it is what I do is virtually. Uh, I have a couple of people that I will go and see and travel to, but I'm like, you know, I'm your virtual best friend. I'm your virtual like boundary setter and yeah, we can just give it over to me. Everything will be okay. I love that. That's perfect. So how did you get into being a VA? Yeah. So I've been in kind of like the client experience space and that administrative space for about 10 years. And once I had my children, I knew I wanted to stay home and wanted to just be with them. But there was still that piece of me that was kind of missing where it's, you know, I wanted to serve other people. I wanted to still have that um, connection, but I didn't want to put my children in daycare and I didn't want to miss out on those opportunities if we didn't have to. Mm. And so after I became pregnant with my daughter, who is about 15 months younger than my son, I was like, you know what, we're just going to, we're just going to see. All I want to do is make a little bit of extra money. That way we can always go on trips and not have to pull from my husband's corporate income and all of that. Yeah. Um, so I just kind of, it was kind of an accident. I just posted one day that I was willing to kind of help with emails or scheduling. I had no idea the VA space even existed. Uh-huh. And it just kind of rolled from there. I became a little bit um, more active on social media and got a couple of clients that just needed random stuff. They're like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. And I'm like, that's fine. I'll do it. And <laughs> got my first photographer about three months in. And I was like, forget everybody else. We're just going <laughs> to go because there was such a need. There's such a huge need. Now, no one knew because photographers are just behind the scenes kind of gritting their teeth about everything yeah, like, or over here just going I'll just I'll just do it all it's fine yes. I can take on more 
Yes. <laughs> Amazing. So then Morgan does it was born. Morgan does it was born. It was uh, a the best surprise ever. You know, I was just one day like, let's let's just see. And then it became, it just grew into this beautiful thing. I'm like, three years later, I'm looking back and there, you could have not told me that this is where I'd be. I'm like, no, that, there's no need in that space. They have it all together. Yeah, definitely. I love that. So, I mean, for photographers listening or listeners in general that might not be photographers, how do you know when it's time to outsource? When do you get to the point where you think now's the time? Usually, in my experience, usually it's you're well past needing to outsource. <laughs> you're head deep in just being overwhelmed or, you know, burnout is a big buzzword. Um, you know, you, you just kind of want to not quit, but you don't want to continue. You don't really know where to go because there is so many things that go into it. And usually it goes from saying yes to too many things <laughs> or overworking yourself. Um, so that's always my big thing is if you're kind of to that point of your not really enjoying what you do anymore, that's a, that's a huge sign. Like, okay, there are other people that can help and are willing to help that love, love the admin side. People think I'm crazy. I'm like, I love it. I think it's the best thing ever. Do not (laughs) hand me a camera. I don't know how to work it. (laughs) Don't don't give me any of that. I could not Photoshop something to save my life, but I will get your business in order and I will make sure your clients are paying and all of these things. Um, But I, I think that's the biggest thing. Or if you're just really wanting to enjoy more time doing whatever that is, whether you want to take more vacations, whether you want to spend more time with your kids, that's the biggest part is just really diving deep into remembering your why. And if that becomes too far gone, I think that that's usually when it's time to outsource. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Why should our listeners consider outsourcing? What elements of outsourcing could be of interest to them? I think one of the biggest things um, that I've seen in the photography industry is either... It, it starts so simple, setting up your CRM. That's something that's, you know, they don't have to give all of their business away to someone and say, hey, can you take care of this? But if you have your workflows in place and your CRM working for you, that's one of the first things, you know, you don't have to, you get an inquiry. Okay, that inquiry gets some sort of response. It may not be a human response, but at least they get something and you don't have to worry about all of that all at once. Mm. Um, but another big thing is I think emails and admin really just bog people down mm-hmm. because when you sit down at your computer, editing is a better use of your time most of the time. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people, you can spend two or three hours in emails, especially if you don't do it every day or every, um, and then they feel like that's a waste of time because they really got nothing done, but they did, but there's nothing to show for it. Um, So I think that is one of the biggest things you can outsource is really just that first initial client experience, Mm -hmm. because that's what, that's what brings you clients. That's what gets your schedule filled. And that's what originally, you know, you're originally working for. So I think that's a big thing. And then social media is a whole nother beast in itself, but that's usually the two avenues people are like, do this or this. I don't want to do either one of these, but yeah, I can imagine that a lot of photographers come to you for both of those things. Um, yes, I usually guess. they're so overwhelmed and they're 
they just don't even know. Yeah, absolutely. I think, like you say, social media is a whole beast within itself. It's like, yeah, I feel like you need a whole degree apart from your skills in photography just to be able to be a social media manager and actually market your business. So that's because it's changing every day. Absolutely. Absolutely. So other than CRM setting up management and social media, what other types of things can photographers outsource? Um, their client experience, you know, doing all of their, that, that comes from first initial inquiry all the way through sessions, um, making sure their contracts are sent, making sure their invoices are sent, making sure all of that is, they're good to go from when the client wants to book until session. Mm-hmm. Um, I do a lot of wedding photographers like timelines and making sure all of that is good to go. Mm-hmm. That way you can, I, w- I want all of my clients to really just be able to focus on what they love to do. I want them to feel prepared as they can be from the second they step into their studio or their outdoor session. Like here's all of it. You know, I style their clients or help style them, you know, based on what the photographer wants and what they're styling is making sure all the questionnaires are taken care of and really just nurturing that client relationship between photographer and client. Mm-hmm. You know, if they email, they're like, Hey, so-and-so's bow doesn't match. Like, what do you think? You know, to them, that's such a big deal. And to photographers, it's like, that doesn't matter. But to them, they think it's the end of the world if their shoes don't match or, yeah, you know, they can't find the exact right outfit. Um, another big thing that they, that I um, offer with outsourcing is photo culling. And that became really big probably two years ago when mm-hmm. over here in the U.S., like everything started to open back up and people, you know, you could go outside and you can have studio sessions. And then so for the last year, no one was doing anything because of COVID. And so there was this huge wave of sessions and weddings and photographers were getting so behind that, you know, calling a session is very time consuming. Mm-hmm. And so that's another thing that I, I started offering because I, I saw such a huge need for it. And that really took a lot of, you know, weight off of the photographer's you know, play. And they're like, I just, I had no idea that this was even a thing. Yeah. And that's another thing I love doing it. I'm like, that's how I relax at night. I sit down, <laughs> I call and they're like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> it's like photographers worst nightmares are your like yes. best way to spend your time. <laughs> yes. I'm like, please just let me do it. And they're like, if you really want to, you can absolutely have this because I don't want to look at it. <laughs> Definitely. So how do you think that outsourcing or from photographers perspective perhaps how does outsourcing contribute to our client experience our client happiness does it make a difference to the client I think it does and I've been able to see kind of first person um how that works I've traveled to some of my clients for their sessions and we've done a lot of you know behind the scene work or we'll have like big meetings to kind of go over their year and everything like that and I'll tag along to a session or one day I was at pickup with one of my client's children, you know, we were in town and um, a lot of the moms that she serves were there and they're like, Oh my goodness. Like she's real. Morgan is here. And, and a couple of them told me, they're like, thank you so much for giving Brandy her life back. And that was the first time I was like, okay. (laughs) You know, Um, because it, it, it means so much to the client. I think when their photographer is happy, Mm. And when they can see that they're truly loving their job, not that they don't love their job all the time, but you can see when someone's stressed or when someone's, you know, a really hard time in their business. 
and just being able to be that person in between where they also don't feel bad or guilty for emailing their photographer about something that seems so small mm-hmm. or if something comes up, they don't feel bad having to reschedule or they they email at 10 p.m. at night. They know that email is not going to their phone. I mean, it is, but usually all of my clients have that turned off. Yeah. Um, or, you know, they know Morgan has it. I don't have to check in. And there's just that peace of mind um, knowing that the client is taken care of, but also the photographer is taken care of. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I love that. So what are your top tips for scheduling work so we you've spoken about kind of the photographer being taken care of I think for those out there that perhaps they're not quite in the space for a VA yet right maybe this is like the step before right so scheduling to give you that time back to kind of manage your time effectively how can photographers do that yeah I think what I tell people all the time I'm like you know you don't have to hire a VA. You don't have to hire anybody at first. Um, but really take a look at your week and what you can really do and what your goals are. You know, if your goal is to make a certain amount of money a year, figure out what you need to do to make that happen. But if your goal is to eat dinner every night with your family, really look at your calendar and figure out how that can work. And set aside specific times to email and set aside times for editing And go ahead and say, I'm only going to have sessions on Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays or Tuesdays and Saturdays. That way you have that blocked in your time and you're like, okay, this is what I can give up. Yes, there's always exceptions to the rule. And I tell everybody that all the time. If one of your longtime clients comes and your schedule is already full, it's okay to say yes. Mm -hmm. But just every now and then. But really time blocking, I think that is such a huge thing. And giving yourself grace that if all of your emails aren't answered, that's okay. If you didn't get your session edited while your kids were napping, that's okay. Just give yourself a lot of grace, but kind of go back to what you originally wanted. Go back to your why. Go back to figuring out what make this business work for you. Because that's why we start this business. We don't work or we don't start a business to work for it. We work for ourselves. And I think that gets really lost in the hustle culture and, you know, people posting on Instagram that they had 47 sessions this month. And I'm like, okay, but when did you sleep? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. But you're so right that the kind of the hustle culture out there is real, isn't it? You know, you're people are always, you know, in the wedding world, it's like, oh, I shot X many weddings in the past year. I've got X many books for this year, next year and the year after. And I'm like, whoa, like those numbers are big. Like, and it's so easy to get that like imposter syndrome creeps in and you sit here and you think like, well, I'm not doing that. I've not got that. How can I do that? And, you know, everybody's boundaries and their desires are different. And I'm like, it's okay. If you want to only have one a month, Let's celebrate you booking one a month. Let's not let's not celebrate four a month because when what are you going to do after that? Yeah, absolutely, definitely. So, what can our listeners do to better organize their business in general? Kind of, they want an effective business that runs well, like a bit of a well-oiled machine. What are your tips? I think really setting up their CRM. You know, Studio Studio Ninja is wonderful, and it really serves for photographers. It it's I feel like it's a one-stop shop having a CRM that really works for you. 
and having everything set up that way, you know, your workflows are already set up. All you have to do is click a button and it's going. Um, again, time blocking, really just making sure, even putting it in Google Calendar. I'm like, I know it looks so silly that you have a purple time block for when you're going to respond to emails and then a yellow time block for when you're going to pull all your studio closet, you know, dresses for your clients for the upcoming week. Because people are like, I don't need that. You know, what if I don't, I don't want that reminder. I'm like, it's, it's just already set that way. You know, there's dedicated time in the, in the week. That way you don't have to constantly be like, when am I going to put this in? And then you're up till 2 a.m. Working and editing, and then your newborn wakes up, and no one gets any sleep. <laughs> I'm absolutely in that space right now. I've just had a um, baby five and a half months ago, um, so I'm like totally in that like mum new mum life of like how do I navigate business <laughs> life and baby that doesn't yes. sleep. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I think you know I tell everyone if if you don't have a good workflow or a good system set up, that's where everyone needs to start because you even a lot of people can't outsource until they have a good system set up mm. you know you can but then you're working backwards so that I think that's my biggest advice is if you want to organize your business make a couple of days and really set your systems up and figure out what your client experience needs to be yeah perfect if you could start your career all over again go back to that mama that's just had her babies is there anything that you would do differently anything you'd change about the past three years I think I would give myself more grace in the beginning um I I'm really good at telling people give yourself grace it's okay to say no until I turned it around myself I'm like no we don't need grace. It's okay. So I think I would give myself grace. And I think I would also jump into the photography industry more head on than kind of like a slow, a slow ish creep in mm-hmm. because I was kind of like, okay, I can, I can do both. I can do general admin for all of these, but photographers were just coming in. And I'm like, yeah. I, th- I think if I could go back, I would just be like, we're done over here. That's Let's it. just trust yeah. the photography industry and go <laughs> head first. Amazing. And you maybe kind of touched on it already, but I don't know, you might have kind of another one that you can, um, you can give to our audience, but a final piece of advice, something that's made the biggest difference to your business or something you think would should make the biggest difference to our listeners business. What would that golden nugget takeaway be? I think having your boundaries be clear Mm -hmm. and being okay with having boundaries and, you know, not being invested in the whole hustle culture or, trying to make everything Instagram worthy, just, you know, serve your clients well, serve yourself well, because as long as you're serving yourself and your business well, everything else will be taken care of. I love that. That's perfect, Morgan. Thank you. If our listeners would like to find out more about you, get in touch, inquire about your services, how can they do all that? I am on Instagram at Morgan does it. And I also have a website that's linked to Instagram. um, And it's just Morgan does it.com. It's, you know, real simple. Um, they can DM me, email me. I'm pretty, pretty open to all of that. Amazing. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming on and chatting all things outsourcing and talking about our industry specifically and how, you know, how we can be helped by outsourcing and the things that we can outsource. Um, it's been amazing to kind of get a little view into your world and how you started. So thank you so much for coming on and sharing. Ah, thank you so much for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks again, Morgan. I'll catch you soon.
All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Okay, guys, that's everything from me today. Thank you so much again to Morgan for coming and chatting with us about all things outsourcing. If you'd like to see the show notes, you can head to www.studioninja.co forward slash episode 87. As always, please don't forget to rate us on the podcast platform that you're listening on. A little bit of love goes a very long way. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of NinjaCast, brought to you by Studio Ninja. Beautifully designed and super easy to use, Studio Ninja will help you manage your leads, clients, shoots, invoices, contracts, workflows, and so much more. To learn more or start your 30-day free trial, go to www.studioninja.co.